Isaiah 46, 9 says, Remember the things that I have done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God, and there is none like me. 2020 has been a year. We all started this year with hopes and dreams, and that probably quickly changed in early March when we were told that we just needed to isolate or, or uh, be restricted for two weeks. Two weeks. That sounds glorious now, doesn't it? Because 42 weeks later, here we are staring down the barrel of another 30 weeks, probably. That just sounds and feels overwhelming. But I'm reminded of Jesus' words in Matthew, I am with you always, even to the end of time. So most of the time, we want to walk through life looking forward because if we don't, we trip on things. We want to be looking ahead of us. But sometimes it's good to use our rearview mirror to see what's in the past and what's happened, where God has been present, where prayers have been answered, who showed up when things were tough. This year, we have more than doubled our open hours. We went from 15 hours a week of community time to 36 hours. We added two more church services RCM with Grace Community Church Kingdom Life and also other churches using the building to record their services. That means up to five worship services a week. In 2020, we doubled our meals. We went from serving one meal a day to two meals a day, Monday to Friday. We moved on to online services and reached people as far as China. Good morning, Tianran in China. The tech team worked very hard to do good, get stream, good streaming quality, spending hours here to do it, and they did it for very low cost. And not only did our services go online, but they also moved to podcasts. Thanks, Gavin. The downstairs bathrooms were renovated, the commons had a wall taken out, and a serving window added. That room was touched up with paint. The chapel was repainted with a prayer area set up. The office was moved downstairs, and the old office was repainted. Both rooms, inner and outer sanctum, and the carpet was restretched. The small bathroom upstairs was repainted. The entire sanctuary hall and chapel were given new flooring. The stage was stripped of carpet and painted, and the sound booth was upgraded, along with the redo of the sound storage room. The cafe entrance was cleaned and painted, along with the staircase, stairways and upstairs hall. The new office received a new door, and carpet was taken out to reveal hardwood underneath. The entire dining room was touched up. The activity room was completely repainted, and the study that with the school office was also repainted. The old Sunday school room received a full updating of paint and refinished floors, which led to the dining room floor being refinished. Much of this was done in partnership with Grace, but also by four summer students. And not only that, but 40,000 meals were served, approximately 20,000 cups of coffee. $70,000 worth of food was donated. Approximately 2,000 donuts were eaten. Our six freezers were filled up and emptied multiple times. We exchanged old freezers for new ones. Approximately 500 loaves of bread were sliced. We received and distributed over 300 blankets, 200 pairs of shoes. 100 masks, hundreds of masks were donated and worn. 10,000 cookies were cooked and eaten. We shared resources with many other organizations and received resources from other organizations. All that is to say that God was faithful in 2020. People were generous with their time, with prayer, and with finances. 
I think that 2020 revealed much about us as a community, that we are willing to change, that we're willing to meet needs, to share, and to love, even when it is difficult. This year, 2020, actually made me love the RCM community even more. And I was reminded that it was only a year ago that the final touches were put on our kitchen. I can't even imagine 2020 without that kitchen. What seemed like an unfair $200,000 surprise in 2019 was a complete blessing in 2020. And as we look forward to 2021, I believe that we need to remember all these things. It never seems like there's enough resources here. And yet, there is always enough. God provides through so many creative ways. In fact, in January, I have been at Rose City Mission for 10 years. And this has always been true, that God meets our needs. It isn't always how we think, how we plan, but he always does provide. When we think we don't have enough money, there is enough. We worry that we won't have enough manpower and people show up. We don't think we can afford a new kitchen, but the reality is we could not afford not to do a new kitchen. We would not have been able to meet the needs of 2020. And 2021 will be another year in which we see God meet needs. I repeat what Isaiah said. Remember the things I have done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God and there is none like me. Looking back at 2020 should change us. It should set us up for what comes in 2021 when things get tough. Because they are going to get tough. It's going to be hard. And remember that we were blessed in the year that was probably the hardest year most of us can remember. If we recognize that the kitchen in 2019 helped to prepare us for 2020, what would that list of provisions from 2020 prepare us for next year? There are a few things that I believe that we need to carry on into 2021 as we kind of turn from looking in the past to looking into the future. That is, we need to be open. We need to be available. This is going to be a little bit of a three-point sermon, which I don't normally do. But this is for Royal City Mission. This is, this is our journey, not everyone else's. So just remember that. It's not for to take and can. So we need to be open. We need to be available. Isaiah 43, 19 says, For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Do we really believe that God can do something new in 2021? Can he make old dry bones live again? Can he create life in the middle of a wilderness? If we are open, he can. If we don't hold on to human traditions and conventions, we will see that God is doing something new. He's transforming us. And this is both a figurative and literal thought to being open, right? There is the thought that we need to enter a state of openness in our hearts. But there is the reality that we saw in 2020 and before, that literally being open, having our doors open, creates opportunity for transformation. People walk in the doors. They sit and hear music. 
They worship. They eat a meal. And these create opportunities. Having both internal spaces of openness, the welcome, the hospitality, coupled with doors that are not locked most of the time, has and continues to give Royal City Mission opportunity for new relationships. I got an email from Michael Harris from Kingdom Life this week, and I haven't asked him to use this, but I'm going to do it anyway. He sent me a text, and let me read it to you. Brother, I will never forget the day you asked, when are you guys coming to do something here? So many things have shifted since then. Thank you. Any way that we can be of service, please let me know. God is at work. That was because we were open. Being open includes an open heart, an open mind, open doors, but it also needs to affect our ears. We need to listen to those we welcome, to those we serve. And I think we've been really good at this in 2020, but I believe that God is, God is calling us to grow in that area, to listen more, to be open with our ears. So we need to be open. We also need to be flexible. And this was one of our greatest strengths this year, that we were nimble, that we could switch how we did things, even what we do, when we serve, how we serve. But this is fairly dependent on being open. What needs are present and how can we meet them? That's what we need to be asking, but we need to be asking it as a perpetual question. We need to ask it monthly, weekly, even daily. We can't set up programs and efforts and put them in stone and then find out 10 years later they weren't meeting any needs. One of the questions that was posed to our board in the last few years was this, who are the sheep that God is bringing, that is God is sending us? Because, that question was asked because who should influence what we do? And I know that sheep, sheep illustrations can sound patronizing, and I don't, I don't love it either. They're pretty dumb. But the imagery is that many sheep are coming to this place, to this pen, and we maybe wanted different sheep. But the people that are coming are the people we're meant to serve. So we need to change for the people that God sends. Confucius said, the green reed which bends in the wind is stronger than the mighty oak which breaks in the storm. Bending in the storm of 2020 was one of our most important actions. And this is needed even more as we move forward. So we need to be open, we need to be flexible, and we need to be small. I love it that out of the church, churches that are meeting here, Royal City Mission may be the smallest. I think that's funny. And while I'm not opposed to new people coming, in fact, I would love to have more people, I'm just aware that being small is what God has called us to do, and I'm not talking about numbers necessarily. Philippians 2, 5 to 8 says, You must have the same attitude that Jesus Christ had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. 
we don't have to have big numbers to change the world. In fact, God often used small groups to show that he was the one making the change. We do not have to be recognized, celebrated, or even known. We simply need to be. And this has been a personal struggle for me, especially in 2020, was that I wanted recognition for what we were doing here. Look at what we're doing. It's good. And it is good. And in reality, that recognition came. It's true. And it's not a terrible thing. It's just simply that we don't want to do what we do to get recognized for it. But for us to recognize that God is at work and God's image is in each person. We stay small so that we feel like home. We stay small so that we are known by each other. We stay small so people are confused by the big impact that can only be because of God. And we stay small so that we need partners. We stay small so that we reflect Jesus. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. I would love for you online to share some of your stories of 2021, how God was present in the middle of things. Post them there so that we can read them. Romans 8.38, I'm going to close with this. Romans 8.38 and 39. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries for tomorrow, not even the power of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below, nor, no pandemic nor the vaccine, indeed nothing in all of creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. And now as we turn to a new year, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. And may the Lord cause his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.